0: Starting off this week's show on a slightly more somber note. Yes. Folks, as a Tep Dad, there's one thing you know, and it's that D is a part of L. Yeah, it is. It's hard. It's sad. But... All things D. All things must P. Like, we live a long life, and it's hard to imagine. Wow, I won't be here one day? Like, one day Elon's just gonna call or or show up at the doorstop and say, today's the day.
1: Today's the da Baba does. Strap us off to Morocco. Another crushed us dummy.
0: It's hard to imagine, but it is going to happen one day. And I think, you know, one thing that Steve does for us that I appreciate, in addition to MacBook, MacBook Pro, iPad, iPod, Apple Music, iLife, Suite.
1: Apple Google Vision 3.
0: One thing Steve does, in addition to all of his bountiful tep, is... He prepares us day by day, month by month, year by year for the inevitable. Yes. And he does that by creating products that do D. They don't just live forever. And neither do we. No. Steve gives us products that help model for us what a dignified life looks like. Mm. Let me cut to the C here. What I'm talking about is um, the last MacBook Pro with a CD drive has been added to the obsolete products list.
1: Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. <laughs> I, 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 From Glen to Glen and down the mountainside. Hi, The CD's gone <laughs> and all my DVDs are worthless. You will go into the trash while I must subscribe to Apple TV where I can watch Ted Lasso. Or
0: Idris by that movie that looks quite boring. The concert for George, starring Prince and Clapton. Ooh. And the bonus Ooh. disc, where you see them rehearsing backstage. Ooh. But come ye back to
1: 1997. When my Austin Powers CD first came in the mail
0: I'm towing the line was one of the songs on it Actually, never mind. That was from Austin Powers 2, released in 1999. Oh, Corey's clappy of Fight Club. I'll never get to watch you.
1: Oh, Lord of the Rings DVD extras. You are now gone to seed. How will I know how many chainmail orcs were made in the fair
0: isle of New Zealand? Thank you, Ted. Thank you for that. It's, um... But come ye back, bring back the CD player. What are we going to do? I guess I just want to share some memories. Can we just do a quick little, just a tiny little service really quick? Yeah, we can. I didn't really have, have time to prepare a eulogy, but I guess, um... When I think about the MacBook Pro CDD DVD drive, I remember the day I came home from the Best Buy with a DVD copy of Wild Hogs, starring Tim Allen and all those other hogs. I remember bringing it home and Grace said, you can't watch that here. And I said, why? And she said, because, you know, I asked you to move out. And then I came to your place and we watched it on your laptop <laughs> with the DVD drive.
1: Which brings me to my memory you bringing that dvd over and my dvd being set to pacific region and having to change it to the u.s region for the sixth time and it getting locked in the u.s region meaning i couldn't watch any of my australian dvds ever again
0: oh oh ted i got one remember (laughs) this is what it's about it's about remembering the good times too remember the time (laughs) that you were convinced that if you could just write everything about yourself down in a text file and burn it to a DVD, you could make a version of yourself that lived in the computer. The digital tulpa. We spent weeks on that. Remember just every day being like, oh, write down that you're really good at standing on your head. Put that in there too. Put that in there too, or else the is not gonna have it. Uh, I- and then we burned it onto the DVD, And then we put it in the MacBook and then it got jammed. It got stuck in there because we bought those cheap DVDs from Circuit City and then it never came out and it didn't ever work after that.
1: Yeah, it just kept spinning fast and then going slow and spinning fast and then
0: going slow. (laughs) Oh, it had so much life! It had so much life! (sighs) This one's hurting. This one is, um, this one is rough because I see a lot of myself in the cd dvd macbook drive Mm. i've been added to a few obsolete lists in my life we don't need you anymore there's a new fresher younger model
1: yeah and then we don't need him anymore either because he's kind of pathetic we got this model with a crossbow and a jeep
0: yeah or you know in your case
1: i'm upgrading you for two two for one
0: rather than a laptop i'm getting an ipad and an iphone one of them's sleek and fast shout out Fom. one of them's kind of big and flat and slow shout out bronson
1: and the user experience in the end i got to admit is upgraded
0: yeah exactly this is the point where i i put my hand on the macbook put it on its screen and i sort of do that thing in movies where they just put their hand over the eyes and then the eyes shut somehow i don't know how that works what are they doing are they squishing the eyes shut
1: well i think they're pushing the eyeballs into the skull and then squidging the little eyelids across.
0: I tried to do it to Marvin once when he was sleeping on the couch, just because I'd seen it done in movies so many times. And i said, good night, sweet prince. And I just did that like hand over the face thing. And he was like, Tim, what are you doing? And I said, I thought you were dead. And he said, I was just talking to you. And so the point is it didn't work. That's movie magic. So I'm putting my hand over the MacBook screen. I'm saying good night, sweet prince to it. Oh, gosh, Ted, it's just sad, you know, it's it's just, it's sad knowing that my son, I mean, not Corey, but if I had a different son, like future generations are not going to know about this incredible formative thing, you know, shout out the Barbara movie, the MacBook Pro stands still, so sons can keep walking. Listen, I'm having a brain flash,
1: okay? You and I are not thinking far enough in the future. What happened to dumb POS records?
0: Well, they made CDs, which are a lot better, and then they made digital files, which are even better than that, and all, everyone took their records out and smashed them. Yes, but
1: Sons decided, oh no, actually they're cool again, and they started <gasps> paying $400 a pop for each one.
0: Oh my gosh, that's right. Even though they're ass.
1: Even though they're S.
0: Wait, Ted, what are you saying?
1: This is what I'm saying, you beautiful, stupid prince. <laughs> that MacBook Pro,
0: it's gonna come back and be worth more than ever. Yes. Wait, you're right, of course! Death is only the beginning! We know this from the B. Shout out Pastor Pee You have to D to be re B. Indeed. Steve Newt taking it off the market is going to lead to the inevitable return of the MacBook Pro DVD, DVD, CD, DVD drive.
1: It's going to be as valuable as an Engelbert Humperdinck record. It's going to be more valuable than a Floyd Kramer record. It's going to be as valuable as Harry Seacomb sings the hits.
0: It's going to be more valuable than a hundred strings play countrypolitan hits.
1: It's going to be as valuable as Vivaldi's The Four Seasons played on the organ volume 243.
0: Move over, Mantovani! Dollar
1: sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. This is what I'm seeing now.
0: Oh, Ted, this is so great. Okay, wait. So that actually means we got to keep ours. We got to keep, um, uh uh-oh. I, do you still have your MacBook Pro with DVD drive?
1: It's nogged. It's been nogged.
0: Oh, no, no! Oh, shoot. Because I don't, I destroyed mine when I saw the obsolete posting. Just because I figured that's what Steve wanted.
1: At least we still have a pristine Austin Powers
0: DVD. Ted, I have to admit something. No, it's not mint anymore. I opened it. Ah! I wanted to see the disc because I couldn't remember if the disc had like '60s hippie flowers <sighs> on it. I wanted to see for sure. Very unshagadelic. I'm sorry. I know. I wanted to look inside the booklet. I, I, to, I, inside the booklet and I thought maybe there was like funny pictures from the movie and quotes there were.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. What about our 1997 Godzilla DVD?
0: I didn't touch it. I didn't touch it. Okay. I didn't touch okay. it. And the, <sighs> a stretch Armstrong is still is in still perfect there. condition. Okay. I played with it a little bit, but I barely stretched what it. What about the flubber poster? It is rolled up
1: and crisp. Charlie's Angels DVD box set.
0: It's one of the movies is missing. <clears throat> I loaned one of the movies to Marvin. I'm sorry, because I told him how S-E it was. And he didn't believe me.
1: I think I'm gonna to need to ask you for the key to our valuables box back.
0: Oh! Hey, hey everybody! Welcome to TEP Talk! Your number one source for Tep News, Information, and Gossip. I am one of your hosts, Tep Tim, and yes, I'm an elf. Um, obviously, just wanted to quickly say I'm an elf, and I, I live to serve. Just getting that out of the way. Today is not about that. Today is about the first ever hands-on review of the Apple Google Goggles Google Pro, Pro, Pro Plus three. Vision
1: 3. Oh, great. Yeah, and this is your other host, Tep Ted Steiner, Necromancer Level 9, Lone Wolf, Sigma dad and effortless exister on the plane of loneliness and nothing, I'm having a great time hanging out at the old house where my daddy and Kyle used to be, having a great time, wandering around like a ghost, and they're coming back.
0: Yeah, how are things going at the cabin, Ted? Great
1: everything's great out here. I'm getting back to myself. I'm having time to be me. You know, before I was like, I got to do these, Oh, these family activities and things that people want you to do. You know, it's a bit of a hassle. So it's pretty good now for me to just catch a moment, catch a breath by myself, just be who I am. Reconnect with like, Oh, who is Ted underneath all the presents and yeah. the dad and the new brother? like who was that guy? And so I'm reconnecting with him, you know, which yeah. basically means I've got the Katanas out and, I'm doing some chopping and some slicing.
0: Oh, very nice! And you know that's something that I know. Shout out, your dad was always a little like careful, Ted. Careful, you're going to hurt stop. yourself, you know. Yeah. And, you know, and it's just like, hey, hey, Gerald. You know what? Don't get too close. Maybe you'll get your head chopped off. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding. Lean in a little closer. <laughs> just kidding. Ted, I that is so great to hear. And can I just say, I'm right there with you. Like ever since I got demoted to an elf, I will not lie. At first, it was extremely traumatic, mm-hmm. just being cut out of the whole Santa situation. But then I realized, kind of like you, I'm like. Like the Santa Christmas, Forever Christmas community is so rich and deep and and wonderful, but also it's it's easy to lose yourself in it, you know, mm. because you're doing so much for the community and so much for the cause, which I believe in. But I, being an elf and being out here without my dog bed and just sitting against the pet coat, in the last week, I've really come around to this sense of like, this is actually a really nice chance to get to know the guy in the elf suit, a.k.a. me.
1: Have you been journaling using Apple Google Journal?
0: I've been using Apple's journaling app, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I did the other day, Ted? Huh. I took myself on a little date. Oh, <laughs> Tim, that is so nice. What did you do? I went to the dumpster behind Randy's house, and I just spent a couple hours looking through his trash.
1: I'm really proud that you took yourself on your
0: father's date.
1: It's really important that you take these times to refill and replenish your father's spirit.
0: Yeah, you know what? It was so funny. I mean, like, if it started out just as, like, research because it's just useful to know these kinds of things in case the doctor ever calls and it's like, Randy's sick. He's going to die. Does anyone know what he ate? Luckily, I'd be able to say, um, geez, they h- had pasta the other night. I started out doing research, and by the end of it, I was just having fun with myself. I was just like, gosh, when was the last time I got in touch with who I am? Not me as an L for a former Santa, but me as a TEP genius level two host of the TEP Talk podcast and father, you know? I mean, Ted, it was exactly what you say in your book.
1: Okay, thank you for road testing my book for me.
0: Oh, Ted, I can I just say, well, I didn't know if you wanted to blow this up on the podcast or not, but folks... Folks, Ted has been working on a project. Yeah, look, uh, dearest, loveliest listener, we
1: have been put through some trials, tribulations, and I figure I'm pretty well positioned to write a bit of an S-help book for the days out there. Just all about getting reconnected with your inner father.
0: Basically, you as a father are extremely well adjusted. Yes. And you're perfect. Yeah. But... You couldn't help but notice other fathers in your life, mainly Marvin, Mm. who suck. Yeah. Like, wow, there's a lot of people who could actually stand to benefit from your wisdom. So it's called The Father's Way. It's a completely original idea that I made up. And now people are going to say, hold on a minute, Tim and Ted. Aren't you writing a different book? How We Got Our Lives Back? A Steve and Me story? No. Fact check. That's been out in Portugal for two years. Yeah, we finished it. So you can go to Lisbon to read it or all of Brazil. And for me, it's like after I finish a project, I move on. I'm like, yeah, I don't read the book, you know, if you speak Portuguese. And by the way, to all of our Portuguese listeners, I just want to say, obrigado por apoiar, soios lindos pais bebes. Yeah. So Ted, I I love this. And we got to get to the Apple Google Glass really, really quick here and do our breakdown but first, I just got to ask, like, can you give us, can you talk a bit about this book? Because I think there's so many dads out there who really need to hear what you have to say. Okay. Well, see what, this is what happened.
1: I've been spending a lot of time by myself with my katana, building a moat around my house and lining it with sticks. So I've had a lot of time to just be with myself and, and think. And like you said before, I decided, hey, is it really fair for me to, keep all this wisdom to myself no. when I could charge people about 30 to $50 depending on hardback or softback. And signed or not? And signed, that's $70. So yes, I've been working on a, a comprehensive rediscovery of your inner father's self called the father's way. Ugh. It's an innovative 12-step system where I will guide you through daily exercises into becoming the father you were always meant to be
0: now don't give the cow away if you give if the milk is free then the daddies won't marry the cow and so let's just give people a taste here let's break it down for us to a little book corner ted can you walk us through the steps okay well the
1: backbone of this is you have to write your breakfast pages Basically, it's three pages of longhand journaling that you have to do every day, uh, preferably around breakfast. This is an idea I made up and I came up with uh, myself.
0: Why not for the listeners? Tell me, like, what are you supposed to write?
1: Here's the catch. Anything. You can write anything you want.
0: And the key thing, folks, is that it's inadmissible.
1: Yeah. None of this can be used in court.
0: That's one of the really special things about this book, is none of it can be used in court. It says so right on the cover. Yeah. So, Ted, um, I haven't actually done my breakfast pages today, because I haven't had breakfast because I don't have anything to eat. Au uh, uh, contraire, look under your dog bowl. Oh, you left an Oreo! Did you do that last night? Yep. Oh, thank you. And thank you, Randy, by the way, for bringing me the dog bowl. Um, ha ha ha. Very funny. I know you meant that as, like, a little bit of a twisted joke, but... Uh, At least it has your name on it. Yeah, well, points for detail, but, um, joke's on you, Randy, because I'm using the dog bowl to eat and drink out of. Okay, so I'm going to eat my little Oreo you left me here, and, um, I'm just going to do my breakfast pages, and, and this way people can get a sense of what it's like, and maybe you can give me some notes. Yep. Okay, so... Dear Journal, I wonder what would happen if I grew so big that I were as big as the whole city and people could see everything because of how big I was and they'd all be underneath me so they'd be able to see up underneath me. They'd be able to see everything. My clothes would presumably pop off as I grew and I would just be this giant swollen nude man What would I do? Would I destroy things? Or would I even be able to decide what I did? At that scale, you're almost sure to destroy things as you move. You think about Godzilla. And the fact that Godzilla is really just an animal. He's not necessarily trying to destroy anything. He's this creature created by nuclear power, nuclear tests that is, you know, when you see him, you can't help but feel a certain sadness for him because where is he supposed to live in this world? And everyone's trying to kill him and divorce him, but he doesn't know. And so when he lashes out, when he destroys like that, if I were a giant nude, giant nude baby, giant nude man, and I destroyed the town, I would become a villain, but I would just be reacting. And also, I wonder if anyone has ever thought of making a hamburger, but it's the shape of a hot dog. What I'm talking about is the texture of a hamburger and the same consistency, but it's long and smooth like a hot dog. I should try it. I wonder what Ted is doing right now. I wonder if Ted would ever invite me to live in his cabin with him, then I wouldn't have to live on the sidewalk. Ha ha ha. Just kidding. Okay, breakfast pages are done now. Great job. All inadmissible. And now, Ted, I gotta admit, I was a little bit nervous doing that before you because I'm doing my breakfast pages with the guy who invented breakfast pages. So um, maybe you could—I uh, I hate to put you on the spot—and I know this is your livelihood, so I don't want to make you do it for free. But maybe you could show us like what are your breakfast pages like? Oh, you want to see the master at work? I'll indulge you. I will rewrite my breakfast
1: pages because, of course, I've already had breakfast, but I'll do it again. Three, two, one. Good morning, Ted. It's me, Ted. How are you today? Well, to be honest, Ted, I'm feeling a bit sad about my daddy and Kyle. Ted, listen, you have no control over what they do. I know, but I was really looking forward to having a family with them again. I'm quite lonely now. Oh, Ted, au contraire. You have everything you could ever want. It's just covered in eggnog. Listen to me, Ted. You may see before you a happy, full person, but I'm miserable. With every push of the spade into the dirt, with every inch of the trench built deeper, with every sharpened stick plunged into the earth, I sink deeper into the understanding and knowledge that my daddy has left me yet again. Au contraire, Ted. I'm sure he's coming back from the fishing trip. He's not coming back. (laughs) You're looking hot today. Smoking hot
0: the end. Wow. See, and what I love about breakfast pages is it can just be a stream of consciousness of nonsensical words. It doesn't have to mean anything. Like everything you just said. Meaningless. Nonsense.
1: Like gibberish. So this is the output section. The daily exercises. Now, Weekly, it's also really important that you take yourself on your father's date, which you, of course, did by going through Randy's dumpster.
0: Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, and getting to know myself and just sort of being like, wow, when Marcus and Greg are around, I feel so compelled to just, like, be an elf and keep my mouth shut and serve them and serve the needs of the community for fear of getting Rudolphed again. Uh, what's Rudolphing? Oh, yeah, no, sorry. Um, Rudolphing is, that's just what they call it. That's, like, if you're an elf and you're bad, you get Rudolphed, you get a red nose. They do, like, a pinch with a pair of pliers on your nose they call it getting rudolphed can you give
1: a a message to marcus and greg for me
0: uh does it have to do with christmas or the needs of their community sure okay
1: this christmas your community needs my dyson shoved up your okay no Ted, we're not doing this again i'm coming for you all right let's get back to the book
0: so the father's date
1: now you described your perfect father's date which was going through randy's trash so that you know what he ate in case a doctor ever needed to know what he ate and no one could answer. Now, you know, Randy and Donna had pasta last night. Yes. I'll give you an example from the pro. Since I've been abandoned by my father and Kyle, temporarily, I'm sure they're coming back from the fishing trip, I have been digging a moat around my house. But I thought, you know what? I'm going to buy a backhoe. And so I spent all afternoon on a backhoe. That was my father's date.
0: Now, Ted, a lot of people hear the words father's date and they think, oh, shotgun Darby! I call Darby!
1: No, au contraire. It's very important that this is a solo date. That you reconnect with the father you are by yourself.
0: It can little scary.
1: (laughs) Mm, That's so big of you to admit, you know, and it's really important. This process isn't easy.
0: Yeah. And you're going to learn stuff about yourself that you didn't know Mm, about yourself. I mean, so for instance, on my date with myself to the dumpster, I learned that I'm really good at going through trash.
1: Mm, That's beautiful, Tim. I really love to hear that you know that about yourself, that you have a skill that you didn't know you had before
0: what about you Ted what did you learn on your father's day
1: I learned that I'm actually pretty good with pneumatics and a backhoe it only took me a little while and I really learned how to trench very quickly Next Father's Date, I'm really excited to learn cement mixing.
0: Oh, you know what else I learned on my Father's Date? I'm a really good singer. Oh. Because that was actually kind of what tipped Randy off as I was in the dumpster singing O Solo Mio. Oh, well, it's hard not to be going through pasta things and not getting the Italian vibe.
1: You remember when we lived in the dumpster behind Danny Marco's? Yeah, of course. Do you remember singing... When the Moon Hits when Your the moon Eye hits Like your a Big, eye with the big pizza, pizza Pie. pie. Absolutely. <laughs> Simpler times. <laughs> that was also how the cops found us. It's almost impossible to eat a carbonara without singing When the Moon Hits Your Eye Like a Big Pizza Pie, That's Amore.
0: And I want to also say when people said, What's that racket? I was singing the theme from La Dolce Vita. Then they said, Oh, it sounds like there's a sick animal in there. Look, I didn't say I'm a perfect singer. I just said I'm a really good singer. Yeah. We would do all of Daddy Butterfly. The Divorce of Figaro. Dad Juan.
1: The Boyfriend of Seville. Dad Giovanni. The point is, the fact that you couldn't help but singing in Italian when you found Randy's Pasta Scraps means to me that you're reconnecting with your inner father self.
0: Yes, exactly. Because here's the thing. I didn't even mean to start singing. I just started
1: singing. It came out of you. It just arose naturally.
0: That was a really powerful thing for me because I'm usually so business focused and like sort of productivity focused that I think reconnecting with my joy in that way, it really made me think about our first attempted rehearsal with Marvin and Darby. Yeah. For the band. yeah,
1: Because people remember last week... We joined the band. We
0: decided that Marvin and Darby are going to let us into the band. Yeah. We're going to let them headline Tepslafest. Fest. Uh, coming up, get your tickets now, by the way. Teptim4mayor.net. That's Teptim4mayor.net. Yes, the website is still active. Thank you, Corey, for renewing the domain. And we had our first rehearsal this week, and it... it I'm not going to lie, Ted. It was a teeny bit rough. I
1: think most first rehearsals are a little rough. There were some creative differences, there was also a bit of like a surprise element to
0: Us being in the band Yeah Yeah.
1: That we had to just overcome
0: A lot of bands go through this You know The first couple Rehearsals for Cream Clapton had to basically Just keep showing up Until they let him in Because it was just Going to be Ginger Barker And Jack Ruby Just doing like Drum and
1: bass Oh I mean you know Like when Johnny Marr Put the advertisement In the paper Saying I'm looking For one Morrissey To come sing over The top of my guitar Instead of Morrissey Rod Stewart turned up
0: And Rod really wanted To be in the band
1: It would have been So much better I think
0: Well but the problem is you get rod stewart and ronnie lane's gonna come too
1: and i think that's what we you know when we were trying to sing the smiths for those guys but as rod stewart i don't know if that got across
0: look the point is i blame myself a little bit for that rehearsal because i think i was just too focused ted on it sounding perfect yeah the artist dilemma that's why this this date was so powerful for me because i was singing in the dumpster o solo mio and i was like oh my gosh when I was with Marvin and Darby, I wasn't enjoying myself.
1: This is such a good realization. I
0: wasn't actually enjoying celebrating my skill and my art. And and that's why I just think the next rehearsal is going to go really well. Because we're not perfect, but we're going to get there. And I think their whole argument was that we don't want that. We don't want you to be in the band. I think they'll come around. At the moment, I think just
1: reactively and emotionally, they're saying no way, no chance in H.
0: I think they got really PO'd when they were trying to sing their song and you just kept singing Little Spanish Flea over it. Yep. I get that, but I believe in us, and we're changing the name. Yeah, obviously the name is changing. Parking lot players is pathetic. Ted, I haven't 100% settled on what our new band name should be. I was thinking of Better Cream. Uh, that's pretty good. What about the whiter stripes? The smaller faces? The yelling heads. The Beatles, but spelled correctly with two E's? Talk about an all-time typo. Yeah, that, I think it's probably the biggest typo in history. And you know, Marvin and Darby said, oh, all your names are just derivative of other names. You don't have any original ideas. And I said, oh, contraire. I've got a million of them. Here's one, Big Daddy Blues Dog and his Houndmen. Bop Popper, the daddy hop. Uh, The electric bicycle experiment. What about Jaxi? I like Jaxie. Yeah, it's like Roxy music. It's like Roxy music meets Roxette yeah. meets Jumpin' Jack Flash meets Morrissey, meets Prodigy, meets Jack Black. I mean, some of these depend on what kind of music we're playing, because obviously, if we're playing bluegrass, then there's a ton of really good ones, like the Bum Dusters, Father Pluckers. But the thing is, we can't actually do bluegrass, because Darby's not bald. We can put a bald cap on him. Well, yeah, I know. And then he would look like Steve. Uh... He would look like... Steve. Oh, I wish I could do my morning pages again. Oh my god, hang on. Marvin looks like Woz. Oh, Marvin looks just like Woz. He looks awful. And, and,
1: and, 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 and... You look like... I'm gonna say it. You look like Elon.
0: No, Ted, don't. Ted, don't. (laughs) No, you do. Ted, please, I'm an elf. I do not need this boost to my ego. Ted, if anything, you look like Elon. With your big block head?
1: No, but I, I look a bit like Bezos. We could be called the entrepreneurs.
0: No. We could be called... The Billionaires. <sighs> this is the best idea we've ever
1: had. Gimme the Beat Boys, free my soul.
0: Yes, of course. It's Ted, this is all making sense. This is why Marvin and Darby weren't excited to see us. We didn't have a good gimmick. We didn't have a good band name. Mm. And our set list didn't include Gimme the Beat Boys. I mean, I guess I thought it went without saying. Yeah,
1: I mean, I seriously. I mean, I think I think if we just <sighs> play Gimme the Beat Boys, free my soul, want to get lost in your rock and roll. But as billionaires.
0: This is going to be better than Dread Zeppelin. I mean, maybe not better than Dread Zeppelin, but...
1: I just don't know if I can get as buff as Big Zeus.
0: No, obviously you can't, but you can just wear a buff suit.
1: I'll wear a buff suit. That's it.
0: Hey, you can borrow that fun inflatable lady that Sarah and the boys have for your girlfriend, because he's got that hot, hot girlfriend. That will sell it okay all right wait, wait we can't say too much Ted because I still want there to be some element to surprise at uh, Tepsula Fest when people yeah. come out and see us here's the way how it's going to go Tepsula Fest it's going to be like all the acts are going to play people are going to be like wow Robbie Williams was amazing I can't believe he played Millennium 10 times oh Daft Punk we're fine Uffy is going to kill it yeah but they're going to be like who could possibly be the headliner after all oh, this lineup and then they're like oh my gosh it's Elon Musk? Oh, my gosh. Wait, and Bigzos. Oh,
1: my gosh. It's Was? Oh, my gosh. It's Steve Jobs.
0: All of the greatest innovators of all time are on stage right now, and they're playing the, the circus. circus theme song. Yeah. Like the oh, people are going to think they've died and gone to heaven, and many of them might die from the shock. But shout out the MacBook Pro. You're worth more to your family's dead. Once that dies
1: down, I'll come four acoustic guitars are we all strum to uncle crackers give me the beat boys
0: i mean ted that's gotta be the the finale though yeah that's the, that's gonna bring down the house
1: that's like playing purple rain at the end
0: i think it's exactly like playing purple rain i don't think it would be too hard to learn the little prince's purple rain guitar solo and play it during give me the beat boys if it rains we'll do that
1: if it doesn't rain, then we hearken back to the show opener and you play the circus theme on trumpet over the top of Give Me the Beat Boys.
0: I think something fun to do at the end of a concert is to do a medley of all the songs you just played. Yeah, I agree. I gotta admit, this is the power of the Father's Way. I started out this episode being really kind of annoyed that that rehearsal with Darby and Marvin didn't go very well and now thanks to the Father's Way, I realize it went better than ever because it got us where we need to be. It helped us find our true purpose, which is to be the Billionaires, the world's first and only live simultaneous rock band and imitation billionaire show.
1: You know, you're welcome. And welcome to week one. First week is going to be rediscovering your father's self.
0: Really quick, can you just give us like a little speed
1: run of what the 12 steps are? Okay, sure. Uh, Week one is rediscover yourself. Week two is write down all your grudges. Okay. Week three is barricade. Week four is ruminate. Week five
0: is fixate. Which week is sword practice?
1: You've just missed it by one. That's the next one. Week six is sword practice.
0: Okay, good. Yep. Oh, uh, I can't week wait.
1: seven is a deprivation and survival skills. Week eight is woodworking. Well, week nine is traps, right? Well, week nine is traps and planning. I had to roll those two into one. Week 10 is spiritual revival,
0: which is anticipating week 11, which is spiritual warfare.
1: Indeed, which is anticipating week 12 total
0: annihilation. Oh, fantastic, folks! You can buy that book. Not yet. We're still working out the deals. My printer is running real hot. Until Ted don't use the printer when you're alone. Don't, especially with your dad and Kyle gone. If anything were to go wrong and I couldn't get there in time, I, 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 I I don't know what I'd do with myself. since Kyle is gone, what's the status on the Cybertruck? Oh,
1: I'm just doing some work on the Cybertruck at the moment, actually. I added some speed holes. Oh, wow. You know a cheese grater moves really fast in aerospace?
0: Yeah. Well, I know I've thrown a cheese grater before and I was shocked at how fast it moved.
1: And you know how famously the fastest animal on land is a hedgehog with attitude? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, let's just say I'm making the uh, Cybertruck a little faster and a little more attitude. Oh,
0: <laughs> Oh, I love that. Um, Ted, I was curious. I know it's been raining a bit lately. How is the finish on the Cybertruck looking?
1: Wonderful. It's transitioning through a beautiful, I think, engineered Tesla patina. Sort of curing. Into sort of a a Mad Matthew situation.
0: I love this. This is like when you get a Shrinky Dink or like one of those little dinosaurs at home and it's like, oh, this is just a POS tiny little dinosaur. You put it in some water. Whoa, it grew to several inches. That's like when you spend thousands and thousands of dollars on the Cybertruck and you're like, this is pretty cool, but um, is this all there is? (laughs) Oh no. As soon as it gets wet, it completely corrodes. Yeah. Well, that is our little teaser, a little tiny book corner. Again, hoping that that'll be out soon once the printer situation is sorted and once Zhao in Lisbon gets back to us with our... We're still waiting on our advance for the first book, so I would love to get an advance on this one, too. Now, Tep Tim... Let's get to the show. Oh boy, am I so excited. Today is the first ever hands-on review of the Apple Google Google Goggles Pro Pro Plus Vision 3. That's right. Oh my gosh.
1: We're jacking off into the world of augmented reality for you guys today, our valued listeners.
0: We're going all the way. I can't wait. We got a hands-on demo coming at you, and we're going to be talking pros and cons. Uh, Let's just say the cons list is very short, shut up, Bronson, and the pros list is very long. Shout out Stefan. Look, I hate to start in the negative, but let's start with the cons list. Con number
1: one. We don't have one. We don't have one of them, no.
0: But uh, Pro. pro, it seems great. Show folks, I hope you enjoyed our little uh, first hands on uh, takeaway from the Apple Google Glass Pro. I've given it a 10
1: out of 10. What about you, Tim?
0: Uh, yeah, for me, it's a seven out of seven, no question. And uh, we're gonna be back next week with uh, some news you can use on what you can do to get the most out of an Apple Google Glass Pro that you don't own. It's so exciting, I'm really excited to
1: get into this next week. A little teaser make sure you get yourself a stainless steel bucket. A angle grinder, some tin foil, and an iPhone that you do not need anymore.
0: It's almost as good as the real thing. Shout out, Bobo. Yes. All of that and more next week on Tep Talk. See you next week. Bye, everyone. Um, you know, Ted, I was thinking it could be kind of fun as the billionaires on stage. What do you think about hiring someone, maybe Thomas, to be a Bill Gates? Oh, yeah. And like, yeah. we have to sort of fight him on stage? It's like when
1: Metallica gets up there and they play Master of Puppies, you better believe there's a papier-mâché demonic puppy behind them. I think a papier-mâché Bill Gates is absolutely the way
0: to go. Are you thinking burning Bill, like uh, Wicker Man style? I'd love to burn Bill Wicker Man style. I'm imagining a giant Bill kind of rises up behind the stage during one of our songs, maybe drops of Jupiter. And then if there's a way we could have a giant... Tongue that comes out that kind of licks Marvin. Yeah, we can do that, sort of job of the hut style. I think during one of the really long solos in Drops of Jupiter, you and I sort of do war with the puppet and then I think I go inside the Bill Gates puppet and everyone in the audience is like, oh no, he got him! And then it just I just explode out of the innards. Or the A, dealer's choice. So this is a note for Marvin. I'm gonna need a wireless microphone because I'm gonna need to be able to continue singing Drops of Jupiter from inside of Bill Gates' guts. Never